I always think it's important to have a surrogate for somebody who doesn't know anything so that that, that person can ask the question that like, you know, maybe without the privilege mm -hmm. of reading the, which is usually me because I'm very lazy. So you don't really read uh, or do too much research. No, yeah, I do very little. You do all the, the technical. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, I just ride. I'm just here for the ride, and then Patrick and Nathan do all the work, and I. <laughs> I don't do any work. What are you talking about? I take credit. So. <laughs> yeah, technically KJ does the most work of them. But <laughs> now anymore, that's slowly transitioning over. Yeah. To me. <laughs> You're listening to the John Chi Show. Hosted by three Korean-American adoptees diving headfirst into what it means to be adopted, Korean, American, and more. And now, here's your hosts, Nathan, Patrick, and KJ. Welcome back to The John Chi Show. This is episode 60-something. Uh, <laughs> it's been a long time since we've done episode numbers. Uh, but, you know, that's just how, how we're rolling. I am present with the captain of the show, Nathan Nowak, and the dictator of the podcast, Patrick Armstrong. Hello, fellas. Ahoy. Hello. Welcome to... Uh... <laughs> no, Nathan, you don't have to be in your head about it. You just be you, and you'll just naturally fall into that cadence. Welcome to uh, Flight 63 here on the Donkey Show. Close, 64. 64. Oh. We don't do episode numbers anymore. We're flight numbers. Flight, um, flight number 64. Fly <laughs> coming into Denver. Uh, yeah, so we are the John Chi Show, where we talk about our identities, shared and not shared, uh, as Koreans, Americans, adoptees, and beyond. Uh, John Chi means to feast or to celebrate, and I decided just to keep it all in-house, because, <laughs> you know, I was, like, what? I was like, if I throw to Patrick, he's going to take a long time, and then I feel like Nathan does it all the time. So, <laughs> I, I do take a long time. Yeah, I, I, I like I the gonna, I like I pilot to it. feast or celebrate. I like that. It just, I mean, it is what it is. That's yeah. actually, that's pretty close to the technical Literally definition. define it. it is, I think we should yeah, probably start doing that. To feast that. <laughs> or to celebrate. Uh, I mean, whatever. So we're just here to celebrate, have a good time. Uh, it is still National Adoption Awareness Month, or NAM, as you might see on the gram, or the book, or the Twitter nest. Oh, Is that Facebook. what we call? Yeah. That's literally your abbreviation. And I was like, what are you talking about? The Bible? Oh, the book? Yeah. Did I said that? Yeah, you did. Dang it. It's fine. It's an off-air conversation. Um, <laughs> so I, no proof. I have been doing the least amount of work for uh, thinking about this month as National Adoption Awareness Month. But um, Nathan and Patrick, you've both been doing stuff. Nathan, the Graham has been showing me like all of your posts, and Patrick, <laughs> your posts are like four down on my feed. But at that point, I'm done. Yeah, I've been <laughs> posting pretty early in the morning. So well, it's not even that. It's just like I just my. Uh, the way that I do social media is I look at like the first three things, the first three stories, first three posts, and then I'm like, I need to go live my life now. So I usually, <laughs> if it appears in the first three, then I might see it. And if it doesn't, I I'm just coming in so, right under the yeah, cut. You're going um, like the Google yeah. ring. Your guy like, goes I, I right under the I start to I'm see Patrick Armstrong yeah. and they're like, nah, I'm done now. I'm taking over. Sorry, Patrick. <laughs> That's I all right. You're up, the, likes. you're up in the top three. That's cool. This is a new MySpace. KJ's top three. <laughs> three, yeah. Nathan's so. consistently there. I am lucky if I even get to fourth. So, <laughs> um, yeah. But Nathan, I, you were just talking to me on, I mean, off air, uh, that the social calendar. I've been wondering this. I was like, where does everyone get? Like, how are they all coordinating about what to post? But you said someone had actually put out a a thing about what to post for the month. Yeah, um, it was a Mindy Choi. Yeah. So 
yeah, she, uh, I, I don't know, I have not discussed completely about, uh, you know, where this, the prompts came for, but there was a little calendar, I guess you could say from one to 30 and it had some, uh, ideas of what to post. Not everybody is going by it. Some people are going, um, just on their own, uh, you know, schedules and what they feel they should post each day or when, when they're feeling like they want to post. And, uh, that's cool too. So yeah, it's just been, uh, something that I've, I've seen. It helps me, even though I'm learning a few things like terminology wise on it that I didn't know about. Um, for example, like tomorrow is ghost kingdom. Yeah. Sorry. That's my baby. Is that what the ghost? <laughs> that's the ghost of the ghost kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> so she's, she's my ghost. So I didn't know that. Have you guys heard of that term, Ghost Kingdom? I feel like no. I've heard of it, but, but I don't. I couldn't define it. So go ahead and lay so it on it says enlighten the, me. Enli- enlighten yeah, me enlighten too. you. And again, this is what Nam's for, right? And and, and learning. Enlighten you. And I'll so, enlighten you. <laughs> learning or singing. Uh, so yeah, it's it talks about an imaginary family as a transracial uh, adoptee or transnational adoptee would um, create for themselves like a um what their family's doing or what they uh you know what their names are what there's it's just essentially this this uh imaginary family that uh, some some create i've never had really that many imaginary friends as a child so but did you guys do any imaginary things or something like that i mean i definitely did imaginary basketball situations and then pictured myself <laughs> like, as Michael Jordan. Like jumping or from half court like and Larry then your arm stretches to try to oh, dunk and then like a bunch of <laughs> oh, space monsters jam. try to grab you and you're like, no! I mean, actually, kind of, I guess. Similar okay. situations, okay. but in more based in reality <laughs> than space basketball. Which so I like just, Bill Murray still shows up, but it's yeah, not he cartoons. still shows up, plays yeah. just in the second half, retires immediately. Like, afterwards. How did you get down here? Like, I don't know. The producers want to be here. Yeah. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh, okay, that's an this is an off air conversation. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh man, that's funny. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> Imaginary friends and family. Oh, yes. Yeah. No, only yeah, only really like that. I guess I don't know. My my imagination was more stimulated by like exterior content more than interior thought Mm -hmm. uh i think as a kid growing up i just took in a lot of like saturday morning cartoons because we didn't have regular cable we just had like base antenna so i had like four channels (laughs) not a lot to watch um and then yes at the tail end of high school like my uh the summer before my senior year i got really into comic books and that like started that whole journey and so i think honestly like comic books really formulated a lot of like where my imagination kind of builds from now and then like really helped me like hone in and focus in on what it means to be creative i guess and then start to kind of do that stuff when i got into college finally huh but as far as imaginary yeah not not a whole lot all right yeah uh for me I was actually just talking to Sarah about this for something that we'll probably get into a little bit later. But like, I think specifically as it relates to maybe this is what the Ghost Kingdom is. Specifically as it relates to adoption, I would like. I'd always find myself wondering what my life would be like, but I don't know that I thought I I didn't like write whole narratives in my mind or didn't have like. And I have a terrible like visual imagination, anyways. So it was all just like ghosty figures and like ethereal wispy you know whatever outlines and shapes and cloud people but um you know what i mean like they don't really have shape they just they all just look like ghastly 
you yeah. know? I gotcha. Yeah, so I, I would think about, oh, I wonder what my life is like. But nothing nothing really concrete and nothing for long. Like, I wouldn't, like, create a whole narrative for myself or imagine, like, me interacting with my parents or my siblings if I had any, you know, any of that kind of stuff. I was just like, oh, I wonder. I think for a while I was like, yeah, this would be me walking down a street in Korea. But, like, in my head it was like a ghastly Chicago, basically, you know, or whatever. <laughs> so, whatever. That's fine. I don't know what cities are. <laughs> Yeah, I never imagined myself in Korea or being anywhere other than where I was. I guess Mm -hmm. maybe some, I guess all of my imagination was like picturing myself differently, like just myself and nothing about my surroundings was different. I would mm-hmm. ever imagine just me. Oh, so like just you were yes, a star basketball I was player. Different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Sir. <laughs> yeah. You were Michael Jordan, but otherwise you were the same. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Or like um, you were Tiger Woods, but otherwise you were the same. <laughs> exactly. Pro, pro golfer. Yeah. Completely yeah. like that. The, yeah. Almost a hundred percent. Exactly that example. Sure. But yeah, just, uh, I think I always, that was the thing. I never imagined my surroundings to be different. I always mm-hmm. imagined myself. Like I wish that I was different. For whatever reason, yeah. mm. well, that was like I said, it was a term I'd never heard, and so I, I looked it up, and and yeah, I, I didn't do any of that myself either. So, uh, but you know, there are probably people who have. So it's just been interesting, like I said, going through each day um, of the schedule, just kind of reading about each topic. Um, you know, there's some topics that will apply to me, and then I might write on, and others that I won't. Um, so I probably won't write too much about the Ghost Kingdom specifically tomorrow. So. Um, I might just go off script and, you know, write about something else. But uh, um, but I have been enjoying sharing photos and stuff of just, you know, my my uh, Korean family or reunions or things that I think about, um, you know, especially this month. Yeah, I said it. Uh, I commented on your post today, uh, <laughs> which this is so this is day five. Is yeah. that the one? Uh, because and I said I was going to hype you up on the show. Um, <laughs> so here is me doing that. Hype it up. Um, I'll say I've been really uh, like proud of you in a weird way, like I guess proud and however you can feel for like a brotherly figure and just seeing you every day sharing a new thing and like really leaning into the prompts and whatever the case is, but just um, putting your story out there in a way that you kind of have a little bit as we've went through the show, you know, and as we've gone through this journey. But to see you, it's been it's been really awesome. I just I've I've loved it, and I wasn't expecting you to just be on every day. And you even mentioned that in this one. You're like, I you know, know, I didn't set out to write every day, but here I am. And I think that's really awesome. And I think it's really indicative. Like you're a really good example of what th- how different this year is. My second Adopt Awareness Month versus last year doing it for the first time. Because even last year, and I think I said this last week. Um, there were adoptees doing this and like definitely a a large presence. But I think this year it's like, there's so many people and maybe that's the algorithm a little bit, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, after a year of me looking through stuff, but Mm -hmm. I do feel like there are so many people sharing for the very first time. Like when you get into some of these introductions, you're like, okay. And then you look at their, your, their Instagram or their profile. It's like, they haven't shared a whole lot. And this is like the first time this is a step. And then seeing, other people just continue like you have to continue down the path and continue to share more openly and more vulnerably. Uh, I just think it's been absolutely incredible. And I just wanted to commend you for doing that because it's not easy. It's definitely not easy to just wade back into all of these things that we talk about every week uh, with other people, you know, and then feeling like now I have to dredge up my stuff. You know, I think it's, I just think it's been awesome uh, watching you share and thank you for sharing with us. Well, thank you for saying that. I, I have enjoyed, um, you know, like I said, 
last week when you asked me, I have enjoyed looking at everyone else's posts as well. And I think that's inspired me some to, uh, to share more of my story for the people who haven't read anything or watched episode one of our show or anything <laughs> like that. Um, so it was kind of, uh, um, yeah, I've been learning and, you know, just trying to find time to do it. I, I'm sure I've probably spent a little bit too much time uh, doing it. So thank you, Allison, for uh, letting me <laughs> do these little Instagram posts. But Well, uh, I like the way you've yeah. been uh, add, or adding resources into. I think mm-hmm. that's really cool because not everybody does that. I don't always do that. And I like that you've kind of stuck to that theme of sharing and then being like, here's where I've learned or here's another place. And uh, KJ will love that you've plugged the show. Uh, because I don't ever do that, and I'm really terrible. <laughs> yeah, plugging the show. yeah, I plugged my I plugged my own show. I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna tag this in here too. Sure, why not? But oh yeah, literally all I do is plug the show. <laughs> we, somebody one time, needs to. One time in my story, I said, "This is what I'm doing." So it's not even evergreen content. I was just like, "You can go listen to the show." <laughs> it works. It works. Well, I like it how you're. You know, a lot of the posts that are happening around where people talk about. Um, you know, what adoptees are you listening to? What, you know, what inspires you? And sometimes, you know, some, some of our, uh, our followers uh, tag us in there and I was like, Oh, look, there's a John Chi show. And then right below it or two down from it is Patrick, Patrick in the world. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so you're technically getting, uh, you're, great. Get, you're getting, uh, you're getting double the, the publicity there. So you're doing something right. Too. I do appreciate the double pub, uh, the dub pub is what I like to the call it. Um, <laughs> That is As really cool. Said, I mean, many it's times really cool though. Yeah, but I think that's something different last year too. I feel like in the resource category, you know, there's adapted. There was uh, Angela Tucker's adopted podcast, uh, Fields, adopted yeah. fields and adoptees on, and now I feel like you're seeing podcast lists go around. It's like twice the size. So eight may yeah. not seem like that many, but you know, that is a lot of adopted. I mean, 200% growth creation. is still pretty sure. yeah, significant. Is that what that and, is? I'm not good at numbers. I mean, if it's four <laughs> to eight, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and like you said, though, you see a lot of new accounts, like a lot of new yeah. um, Instagram accounts where they only have nine, nine or 10 posts and, you know, but they're, they're going strong with what they're talking about and it's all, it's all good content. So, um, I mean, my stuff's like if you go back, I got like in the four hundreds of posts, but if you go way back to my first post is just pictures of my cat or <laughs> things mm. like that. So it's I'll like, be ah. honest, I've never scrolled back to the beginning of your Instagram. Now yeah, I kind of want, want to. <laughs> this, this, yeah, yeah, I mean, mine. <laughs> the beginning of my Instagram is still me in high school, so it's just like deeply high school. That I think I did scroll old, back to see. So. There's a photo. Of you, there's a photo of you and Sarah, I believe, that I that I really liked. <laughs> That's funny. It's funny, but. Well, what about, uh, so what are you guys up to? I mean, what else are you doing? Uh, have you, uh, let's see, this is, we're almost, we're going to have this on the next week. So it's the second week of, uh, November. Are you looking forward to the rest of the month? Like Thanksgiving? Um, I know, I know last time you asked <laughs> us know, that. Are you but pivoting you, off of the, Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I was like, Nathan is like, pad for time, pad for time, pad no, for time. I got, I got, I mean, I, <laughs> oh, if you're asking more. me what I'm looking forward to still, uh, mm-hmm. so we have just, this is when this episode is coming out, we will have just had our uh, adoptee reclamation panel. Oh, and I right. already know that went incredible. Uh, <laughs> very excited, uh, to have been able to do that. Um, and thanking all of the panelists and everybody that joined in, in the audience. Um, I'm not going to list everyone here. Uh, you can't thank everyone. Case, list all of the future <laughs> is, audience members. Yeah. You're messing with the timeline now. This is like oh, I'm trying to appropriately walk along the timeline by <laughs> okay. placing myself. Yeah, in he's different I'm not trying to get the TVA on his back. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? So what? What 
I mean, about this reclamation um, event, what what inspired you and Katie to do this? What, how did this come about? Uh, yeah, so we were, so like probably like two months ago, we were talking and she asked me if I wanted to do something for Nam. And I said, yeah. And we knew we wanted to do a panel of some sort where we were able to pay the panelists and whoever, and we would uh, raise money for something. Um, and she came back with the idea of reclamation and instantly I liked it. I liked it because, you know, I think reclamation is like a really foundational thing. That's really hard to pin down when you're first like going through. Cause like, what does that mean? Cause it can mean a lot of different things for different individuals. Um, but I also think it carries like a collective weight. Like it means something for the community too. Uh, so I thought that would be really cool to explore. And Katie, obviously, all props to her for coming up with the idea. Uh, she's the idea person, and I am just there uh, as another body. But You're the the loudmouth, <laughs> yeah, shouts, loud shouts the idea from the top of the hills. Exactly. I'm like, where did he get a hill to stand on? I'm like, oh, I brought my own hill. Yeah. How did he move that hill here? <laughs> um, Is he Jesus? But we, so when we had the idea, or when we got that idea down, we went to work putting together a list of people we would like to have on the on a panel. And we, I think we each came to the table with like at least 10 people. And I think all of, almost all of them kind of lined up at the front end. And so everybody that we wanted to get, we were able to get on. And um, we were, since we're both uh, CADs, we really wanted to make sure that we were not making it overly Korean or East Asian adopted peoples on the panel. So we have uh, Cam Lee Small. He's on there and Ferrer Swan. And then we have Hannah Jackson Matthews. Um, we have Laura Summers and we have Chris Rao, Indian, had, Indian and Avi. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Had. Had, 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 <laughs> if you just pop those in there. Um, nope. And we had uh, Kay Leonard. Um, and yeah, so, oh, no. So that actually works because it, I was telling the story from the past tense we were coming up and we wanted to have these people on. <laughs> Wait, does that work? I don't know. Now I'm lost in the timeline. You've made me divert <laughs> off the path. I've now deviated. I'm a variant. And... Um, Anyways, that was a huge ramble. I was just trying to name the people off there. So maybe cut all of that out. Um, nope. It's Staying in. Anyways, <laughs> just wanted to talk about like what that means to each of uh, these people in the different intersections of the adoptee community. So all the different places that we come from. Wanted to find out, you know, what does reclamation mean to you in, in, the, middle, in the midst of all the intersection? And what does it mean for us as a community from all these different perspectives? So um, it was really great. And I am really, really humbled to have been able to be a part of that. We raised uh, a decent amount of money. And we were able to donate that to Adoptees Connect. Yeah, so glad that we were able to do that. Thanks. Shout out to Katie. Been an amazing addition to the show and an amazing person overall to just come up with these things. So, yeah. That's great. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious. That was kind of one of my questions as y'all think about National Adoption Awareness Month and uh, have existed on social media more than I have, if not only just to post your own stuff, but I think to be a part of the community is what other non-transracial, non-international, non-Asian adoptee voices have you heard talk about this? And how has that, or has it shaped, um, Nathan, I think I was especially looking at you, but um, 
has that shaped like how you think about your own story or how you think about the broader adoption community? I wouldn't say I <clears throat> haven't thought too much about it other than the fact that, uh, you know, when we talked about it briefly last week is that it, it's hard sometimes because we are, you know, Korean adoptees that I, I narrow and hone in on just Korean adoption. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think about it in terms of that. I mean, granted, we, we have, you know, 200,000 strong across the, the world, but, um, there are what 2 million adoptees. So there's domestic adoptees, um, you know, you know, adoptees from all areas. And I even looked into, because that was one of the prompts during, uh, um, Nam was the history of adoption. And they said it went all the way back into like, like the Roman empire or something like that. So, I mean, there's been, you know, adoption for a very long time. It doesn't, it's not just, uh, you know, Korean adoption, but so for me, you know, and I know other people who have, do, you know, adopted domestically, um, and, uh, you know, even some other family members, but, but yeah, it's, so I, I try to think of it now, I guess, especially, especially this month in a broader sense. So it's adoption for all, you know, all categories. And then that's why I was also mentioning last time that it's not just adoptees. I think about the, the families, you know, like my biological family who, who, who we, you know, I still keep in touch with, but they all have, I'm sure their thoughts on adoption and, uh, um, and then of course the, uh, uh, you know, the adoptive parents and everything and their thoughts on adoption. So it's interesting. I think there's, there needs to be a a connection for every, for all those parts. I think that's why it's like, that's what comes back to, or like what reclamation was such a thing that we wanted to talk about this year. Um, Because, you know, when I first started in this, identity search it was very much about like my ethnic identity uh as well as my identity as an op- an adoptee so naturally it's you you know you gravitate towards other for me other korean adoptees and like that was all that i was ever focused on um even when we started this podcast you know, we started it for korean adoptees by korean adoptees you know and that was like the whole impetus and that was all my focus was for a really long time and then we get into 2021 and Clubhouse and everything. And I'm working with Michaela a lot, uh, Michaela Gesford, and we are a Chinese adoptee. And so starting to broaden my I, my horizons in the sense of, of a pan-Asian sense of, uh, of people who are affected by adoption, adoptees. But I was following, so early on, I started to follow uh, one of the people we had on the panel, Hannah Jackson-Matthews. Um, her account name was Hey TRA, which is not, and it was all one word. And so people would always mispronounce it like Hatra, but it's like, Hey, transracial adoptee. And um, she's a black adoptee and talks just really openly and really vulnerably, not only about her experience, but just about the system of adoption and everything like that. And it was very eye opening. It was extremely eye opening to think about adoption from a, different standpoint than just my own ethnicity because that's all I was thinking about. And so from there, there are definitely a lot of voices out there. Um, like black, the black adoptee, which is, um, a really great account. Um, adoptee to adoption worker is another one that I follow that has a lot of really incredible things, uh, or they post a lot of really incredible resources and just, just things to think about. I think that's the other side of what, we talk about is these adoptees adult adoptees across the board are giving just are just saying things that prompt discussion and it's these types of statements that 
aren't talked about widely uh, when it comes to people talking about adoption. Just like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just drawing a blank right now. But I really that's okay. Yeah, to think I mean, I think say. it's important. Like, that's the thing that I've been thinking about. Is so I was listening to this podcast uh, that was talking about um, the Christian gays and how they were. It was um, they were talking about like the gay community and the queer community and history of the queer community in America and uh, how some of them, whatever, a bunch of things, right? But how that community often uses the language of Christianity, even though so many in the community aren't practicing Christians or whatever. And so just like kind of the mythological shared dictionary of Americans. And so like thinking about that and uh, essentially when white America starts to care about gay people who've died, and then, you know, Liz Kleinrock just announced that she is uh, going to be part of a book publishing that says it's called, you know, Every Day is a Holiday and Decentering Christmas um, and uh, like White America's holiday season from like the reality of America. And so just like thinking about all of this decentering, it's just made me think about what do I need to decenter from my own experience? Like, I think it's great, obviously, uh, that we're doing all this work, that we have this podcast. And hopefully, you know, one of the things that I think for me that I've really shifted into is how does this podcast give language to other people? But beyond that, it's like, to what end? You know, like if we get a bunch of language and we we become more eloquent or at the very least more able to properly express ourselves, you know, to what end? Um, and so just thinking about all these things and thinking about, um, Nam, like I realized that I have not, I mean, mostly because I don't spend enough time on Instagram, but like I've not done a ton of work, uh, diversifying my feed, quote unquote, like mm. it's gone from mostly white Christians to mostly, uh, Asian adoptees <laughs> that I see. Um, but like, it's just one homogeneity for another homogeneity. So, you know, it's not like it's more diverse. It's just a different type of the same. So, right. Uh, so yeah, so just thinking about, you know, to what end do we do all of this? And it's, so it's been interesting for me. Um, I, I tweeted today, uh, because that's, I was like, this is like, I honestly, it was going to do that thing, which I find mildly annoying, but I kind of get it where like somebody tweets and they screenshot it and then post it on Instagram. Um, (laughs) I did that once as a joke, but so I don't want to, I don't want to belittle the joke by actually doing it seriously, but I'm going to go do it then. I'm going to capture your tweet and then post it because that's, I see that that more often as other people screen capturing other people's tweets instead of just retweeting the tweet. Mm, Yeah. Well, you know, you got to move it to a new platform, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, so I don't know, like I've been, it's just been such a weird time for me. And so I'm just going to talk a little bit about it because I was also thinking today, I was like, I wish that there was a medium where I could just say my thoughts and then people could listen to it asynchronously. And then I was like, oh, that's a podcast. <laughs> the <laughs> Joan Chi Show coming did. out, Joe, not yes. this week, coming but out the next, soon, the next week. Yeah, there's another, well, so I thought that I had misplaced my microphone cable, but if, it turns out I found it. So it's going to get delayed another week, but eventually an episode of the Joan Chi Show will drop. Um, until then... Welcome to the Joan Chi Show, where KJ rambles a little bit about his thoughts. Um, my experience with the month has been interesting because I know like how I interact with the community. I know that it's very li- minimal, um, and I love meeting people and supporting what they are doing, who are doing great work, whether it's Patrick or Katie or um, Shaoling or you know whomever. Um, just thinking about some like different accounts. Nathan, I love being able to support you exactly, uh, and and reading that that stuff. Just uh, add that. In I just want, end, yeah. Nathan furiously pointed to himself. He's like, please don't, <laughs> please don't forget about me. And then I just oh, did it for don't, some reason. Don't, 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 
don't you? See, it was because uh, Patrick got commented on twice again. <laughs> so, but, yeah, just just thinking about that, I don't know. I, I've been forced to think about my adoption. And so it's interesting, Patrick, that, that you're in Katie's thing, y'all's thing is on reclamation. Because for me, this month, I've already been forced into what I've lost and already been forced to reckon with like the things that I, that have to be reclaimed because they were taken away from me because they were, you know, whatever. Um, like, so even like before reclamation, I was like, Oh shoot, I, some things have happened to me that I haven't thought about. And so going back to, you know, earlier when I would imagine myself in Korea, Mm -hmm. um, or living a different life, like now, yesterday, really, I, I just am grieving that. And, like I, and it was actually, again, just for the incredible vulnerability of like seeing like Hannah Lee's post and then Nathan reading your posts and Katie, she was like, I'm taking a break from talking about adoptee stuff so I can do my Dear Mom series. And um, I haven't read much of her, much of that, but I, I read it and it was so like, I think vulnerability after vulnerability after vulnerability really got to me. Um, and it was early in the morning and that just like made me really sad. And I think forced me into grief uh, in a way that was unexpected. So I was just like, man, I have to like, I need to deal with this, but I also need to like go and be an adult. And I didn't know how to, how to do that. Um, a good, good news, quote unquote, I guess the silver lining of it is I'm writing another song. Um, nice. and it starts in Korean, which I think is really Ooh. fun and interesting. Uh, it's another sad boy tune. Cause that's all I write. Um, but I, so yeah, like that's been my whole process is really coming at this month with, um, my arms out extended. Like I want to keep things at an arm's length because I, that's not, I don't have the time and space to really dig into that. And so it's a hard line for me to walk, supporting my friends, trying to be there for at least some of the community, you know, thinking broadly about how do we decenter, how do I decenter Koreanness from the broad adoption space thinking about what the christian gaze means for adoption all those things and then yeah i don't know so that's that's where i'm at that's what i've been thinking about and been wrestling with yeah but i think that that's totally okay you know i think you're i think you're i think you describe it very accurately when you say that it's kind of like you're being forced into like dealing with all of this because you can't go onto your you know because we do this what we do with the show and you can't go onto instagram or twitter and not see a bunch of people talking about it it's like you can't really escape of it unless you just completely disconnect and so i totally get coming to this with at an arm's length because it just being vulnerable and then continuing to do that is really really draining and even just seeing other people do that and then kind of internalizing that a little bit I think is really it's tough it's really difficult i think something that i was not expecting coming into this month to write uh pieces on the first three days and i did because i uh was sharing two different stories that i had not really ever shared before not even here on the show and it was it just felt kind of like the right moment to share that but then you know other stuff is happening outside of this world is happening. Life is happening. And now I'm like wanting to put my arms up. And I actually today, this morning, at like six posted a story. I was like, I'm uh, getting off of Instagram for two days. I'm just taking a short break because I was just like the past couple days for me have just been just wild uh, in my mind and <laughs> where I'm at mentally. And I thought I posted it. I deleted Instagram. And then I was like, 
I got to check this thing. So I got back on Instagram and the story wasn't there. So I some somehow I deleted it or never posted it. And so it kind of like drew me back in. And it was it was that that led me to post what I'm talking about today, which was like today was prompt was about trauma. And it's like, be kind to yourself, adoptees when you're dealing with this, whether it is you're sharing or whether it is you're experiencing it and you're taking it in because this whole, this, it, that's, it's so much. And I think we put a lot of stock in NAM because it's like everybody who has insert marginalized person here or marginalized people here, their month, you know, it's like, yes, we have this and we need to like buck up and do all of the things that we can to celebrate. And as we should, but also like, Let's just do it whenever, all throughout the year. Let's not worry about always leaving it till November, you know? And I think that's what, why what you're doing and how you're approaching it is totally okay. And it's amazing because people do feel like they're thrust into it and they have to contribute and they have to put stuff out. And I think it's uh, a testament to, you know, knowing how you want to approach it that you're able to kind of keep that arm up and, and to balance that and to even be aware that you have to, you know, walk that line because you're coming on here every week to record a podcast about adoption. So you really don't get to say no <laughs> at the end of the day, even though you can totally say no, and we'd be all right. But you know, like at the end of the day, you're always taking into it. And so for you, you to just be able to Joe say, show. I got to figure it out on my own. That's totally fine. So yeah, yeah. And that's, I also said that in my post today is, you know, if people need to unplug and, you know, what, what Patrick is saying, you know, I think that is completely, definitely okay. And I think more people should do it. I think we should take timeouts and, and kind of regulate the amount of time that we spend on social media. And on months like this, where people are posting specifically today too, is, you know, like you said, trauma prompt today. So there's going to be a lot of, of stories of trauma, um, you know, it's, it's, it's tough. I, reading all of that over and over again from multiple people, it, yeah, that's, uh, um, that can be overwhelming for sure. So the well, fact I think that, you, the, you know, the difficult part of that is like, I want to honor what people are posting by taking the time to read it and engaging mm -hmm. with it. And you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. and, and I actually appreciate this, um, about Katie, uh, a couple of times that we've met in person, she was like, Basically, as soon as she feels like she's vibing with someone, she's like, hey, give me your number. Let's take this off of Instagram. And I, like, for me, like, the only ways that I've really interacted with the adoptee community have been on Instagram and on Clubhouse. I'm not really on Clubhouse anymore. And I'm barely on Instagram just personally, because that's a carryover from how I live my life pre all of this, right? So when I don't have that, then I also am removed from that community. And so mm. I think that that's that's part of like, I want to be able to, I've gotten over it with Patrick because he posts so much. I'm just like, whatever. Like, I support you. We're doing a thing. I'll yeah, I'm ways, coming right? in but fourth. Like, <laughs> so you're not even seeing it. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. So, but it, like, you know, there are people like you just said, Michaela's name is like, oh, I haven't chatted with her in a while. But like, also like, it's just like, you know, it, that's one of those things of my life. So it's hard to, the, the part that I wrestle with is like, how do I interact with this community and protect myself when that community only exists on the interwebs and specifically only on this one social media platform or two social media platforms and you know, all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's weird to like be able to do that and then like not, yeah, I don't know. Like that whole balancing act is rough, but you don't, you sometimes do personal or DMS and stuff, right. Or texts. 
direct text messages? Uh, no, I don't have anyone's number besides like y'all and Katie and, oh, okay. uh, just like jumping straight into the DMS as of nothing <laughs> is just like, it's like a weird internet. That's like kind of a cultural no, no, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Well, so, I think weird... that's the beautiful thing about the community, this community in particular that I find myself in the adoptee one, whether it's Korean adoptees, but especially just the wider adoptee community is that if you feel like, you know, like this is like, so for me, I'm, I'm kind of in the same spot as you. Like the, the, most of my engagement is on social media. Like that's how I'm engaging with a lot of adoptees. And if you were to say, I can't engage with anyone right now, I got to just work on me and maybe I won't come back for many, for a long time. I think the beautiful thing about the community is they're, we're like, totally get it. This journey is rough. Like, that's all right. And if you just like kind of went off the map, people would be like, hey, are you okay? But it wouldn't be like, hey, why aren't you talking to me every day about adoptee stuff or even just whatever? Like engaging with me I mean, I'm me still further. like doing the podcast every yeah, week. I mean, you're yeah, you're talking about it every week already. <laughs> exactly. So, so. You, exactly. But that's another, but yeah. then that's another engagement with the community itself. Whether yeah. or not you directly interface with anyone, yeah. you are yeah. here sharing your thoughts, being in community with us, and we're part of the community. So... By extension, you are always engaging with the community. Yeah, I think the 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 double edged sword of it though is that like Instagram and maybe not Clubhouse, actually because of how it is, but Instagram especially and Twitter like are inherently content creation platforms. Like you are creating content that is to be shared, whether that's like you're sharing a minute from your personal life or you're sharing a minute for you know whatever. And so like I don't know, in the same way that um, I would. I create this podcast and and we create this podcast together and like that is content to be shared. And like, we begin that, like, I think it's hard to like, because of how Instagram is, especially to say like, Oh, somebody posted this and I'm going to comment on it or send it to someone. And we start a conversation like, but it's always like kind of content driven. So I think we can sometimes mistake, um, friendship with just like chatting about content that we create and like, uh, being like co-creators in mm-hmm, a space sure. and in a genre versus for like real relationship. I like, get that. You know what I mean? Not not to discount that real relationship can happen on those platforms, but like it's just, it's kind of a different um, mm-hmm. thing when I think specifically when you talk over Instagram versus in a phone call or yeah. on text message or even an email. You know what I mean? And so like, I think that like that's part of what I wrestle with is like because of the platform itself it like puts me in a different headspace. And I think it puts all of us in a different headspace rather than something just like a text message where I think you can just pop in and be like, yo, I haven't heard you. I haven't like heard from you in a minute. How are you doing? You know, those kinds of things. Like for me, like there's less, uh, I don't feel like, you know, the people that I talk to, um, like from back in Springfield or whatever, like I have no idea if they listen to the show. I also have no expectation yeah. that they listen to the show, you know, but like something about Instagram, like sometimes I'm like, you just see my latest Instagram post or, you know, whatever, like, you know yeah, what I mean? Like I, I totally actually talked about, you know what I mean? So I, I th- there is kind of that, like the shadow of content creation and especially in a month, like right now where so many people are creating so much content and there is so much labor to do that. And then you just kind of like hang out in the comment section or whatever, like that's a, a hard place to be. So like kind of that detangling, and understanding our roles and how we think about relationships and friendships and content creation and, and whatever. Like that's, that's some of the weirdness that's going on in my brain. Yeah. I, I, I totally get that. And I don't disagree that those platforms are built specifically around the creation point, but I also think that 
if all you were to do was come on and never create your own content, but just engage in comments or DMs or whatever, I think that's okay too in a, in terms of being in community because I think if people are putting stock into like you're commenting on my stuff, you know, you're reading my trauma or whatever, uh, you now you have to post it. It should never be transactional like that. And I think that's a that would be a huge problem. I don't see that a lot, but I do see that with some. I have seen that with some people. Uh, I've had conversations with people about that before. And, you know, I think, again, that's why I, I was saying that before about the beauty of the community is, yeah, I think we've, I think we kind of call that out pretty quickly. And I do think sometimes it can go in not great directions. <laughs> I think it can be <laughs> super problematic and every, mm-hmm. where everybody's wrong, nobody wins. Uh, and it's just harm. It's just harmful. We're just perpetuating harm. But I think for the most part, you know, if someone were to just come on and, you know, I think people do, go oh well this person's never posted so maybe it's like a bot or something but when you're engaging in comments when you're like when you are interacting in a little bit it isn't the same you know it's not like a real friendship yeah you're not it's not like a real friendship uh per se or at least at at that point but it is still you are still giving a piece of yourself up to engage even in a comment or a dm and but again it shouldn't be ever be transactional those those things, the way that we engage with each other should never be considered transactional. Yeah, if you don't like my stuff, then don't like it, you know? I'm not going to oh, take offense to it. I actually sent it straight I? to Patrick and, and break you through the mud. <laughs> you see this fool? He's like, I'm just waiting for him to fall down to fourth. Just like it. Yeah, fourth. That's, <laughs> Bump you, you down know, even I've... further, I'll never see yours. <laughs> so the other thing, I mean, about the content creation, and I think everyone creates content at their own speed, too. Some people, like I said, this month has been... I don't think I'm going to post every day. I started to do it and then, you know, sure, I'm, I've done it, but I, I'm not going to put the pressure on myself to do it every day. And I don't think anyone should put pressure on themselves to post content, you know, for anyone else other than themselves in a way at times. So for you to be writing a song right now, because you're inspired by what you've been reading or just what you're feeling, that right there, I mean, your, your talent, number one, in creating a song should be that one song should be your content for the next five years. I mean, you don't need, it's so good. You don't need to create a song every day. You don't need to create a song every it. month. You don't even I don't know care. Your good. last songs have been amazing. <laughs> I mean, you really, both my wife and I always say it. Whenever you do something like sing, uh, you know, just, I don't know, your, your music creation has been so great that I think you don't need to, whenever you get it out, that's going to be good. It's like, you're like the uh, um, Quentin Tarantino of, of <laughs> Korean, Korean songs. You only have a certain amount that you say you're going to release, and then that's it. The no Quentin more. Tarantino of Korean songs. That was a hot take from the maybe or maybe not person so I I, that I once called a kimchi pancake. Yeah, yeah. yeah but we still got to look for that one. That's yeah, I don't know debate. if that's accurate or not. <laughs> that's funny. So, yes, keep it up. Do it at oh, your thanks. speed, and I look forward to your next song. Uh, thanks. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I was just thinking like, can you have Jung without being friends? But like, you totally can, if you can have Jung with like a place, but, um, or, so yeah. yeah, it's just, it's just been interesting. Um, cause like, obviously a place can't be friends with you, but maybe you can, I don't know. Maybe it means just like continual experiences. That's why if you're yeah. engaging with somebody in the comments over and over again, like you can develop a sort of yeah job. no yeah absolutely so it, it just it is one of those things and i just um i regularly think about that and you're right i think the the community has been nothing but gracious towards me and uh i'm just always 
excited to engage with them when I have the minute to do so. And I don't know, I guess I feel bad like not doing it more because I, I just feel like part of the, I mean, that's part of like supporting, you know, is just like being there for people and like liking their stuff and commenting and being like, thank you so much for sharing this, even something that simple, you know? Um, and like, sometimes I literally only have the emotional capacity to just double tap and to move on. Like I read it. I just, I can't, I don't have more words or it's the morning. So I'm tired or, you know, whatever. So I, get I don't it. know. It's just, it's a whole, yeah. So it's a whole thing. And I liken it to, I liken this month to the turkey trot in my mind. I'm not a runner by any stretch. I I really, yeah, I'm not very active. But one time I did the turkey trot and the energy around it was so like invigorating and exciting and whatever. That I was like, yeah, I, I could run forever, you know? <laughs> uh, but like a turkey trot's super short, you know? And uh, it was like a five, 5K, right? Right. That's 3.2 miles. Depends. So. It yeah. depends. Just depends. Right. So I did a 5K. definition of short is. Okay, sure. <laughs> well, compared to like proper runners, you know. Um, okay, but like, sense. yeah. So turkey trot, 5K turkey trot, like it's just really exciting and there's lots of energy at the starting line and whatever. Really, really fun. The harder thing is to do 5Ks regularly when you don't have the energy, when you don't have the crowd, when you don't have that kind of thing. So I don't know. Like, But I think there's also pressure right in the turkey trot like stay with the crowd and don't get run over don't like slow the people down you know whatever so like i think that there can be a lot of pressure around this month to create maybe for oh, the first time or mm-hmm. you know and those kind sure. of things so yeah it's just uh, it's a uh, yeah. well i think the I mean, pressure ratchets up for people who have participated a bunch you know like mm-hmm, i yeah. can't imagine like when you're in your 10th year and especially for like people i mean the people some of the people i follow have been doing this for a long time and they're pumping out a lot of content and they're part of all these amazing events. Like J-Ron, she's part of all, like, seven things, I think. Cam, too. Even though, I guess, we haven't talked to Cam before. But, uh, yeah, it's just, it's like, that's a level I can't even imagine. I feel like I'm doing too much already. And it's like, you ain't doing nothing. It's true. You do seem like the Hamilton, and I feel like the burr of the podcast. I'm not. Where I'm not I'm just nonstop, and I'm every like, time I'm, I'm willing to wait for it. Every time I'm liking yeah, a post on Instagram, is. I get to it and I get ready to like it. And then right below it, it says liked by Patrick in the world. And I go to the next one, liked <laughs> by up. Patrick in the world. Oh, you ain't so liking yeah, you, them because I'm liking them? Uh, maybe. Maybe that's what the <laughs> algorithm is doing. Maybe the algorithm is showing me everything that you've liked. But I swear, literally every time I'm getting ready to like something, you've already liked it. So you've beat me to it. So I am in the turkey trot behind Patrick running <laughs> toward my thanksgiving it's in that tailwind meal. you're like shake and bake baby yep exactly. if, i wish i could run as fast as i can like people's posts on instagram that'd be great um, <laughs> i thought you were gonna say uh, as fast as you can eat a turkey <laughs> I, that, I don't know how fast that is i mean that's my Sometimes only fast. motivation to do a turkey trot is like eat more turkey eat more turkey oh uh, yeah okay well so. uh we're talking about eating so yeah. it sounds like the perfect yeah. time to segue into the drinking portion <laughs> of the john chi show <laughs> we're gonna take a break and be right back with the thing that i'm very excited about Welcome back to the John Chi Show Woo. food portion, drink portion, eat portion. Mukbang portion. Mukbang. It is the mukbang. Probably pronounced no, we're like not mukbang. doing that. Mukbang? Yeah. Is it mukbang? I'm not doing that. Or Probably. I'm, I'm going to look it up. It's definitely not bang. That sounds <laughs> yeah, racist. Yeah, I know. That, that's the, <laughs> that sounded racist. That's the uh, uh, southern in me. We've, um, can, we've canceled ourselves. Yeah. I. You know, it's okay. We pronounce things wrong. And that's part, of, a, that's part of our discovery, right? So we are, <laughs> I'm going to pronounce this wrong. So watch this. I am drinking. We are drinking a fermented rice punch called Sike. 
Chike, chike, chike. I don't know. Chike. I, don't know. I can't read chike. the angle. Chike. Uh, also, chike. it's mokbang. Mokbang. Yeah. So I don't know why that's spelled. I guess it's that kind of makes sense with the U, but whatever. Mukbang. 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 Well, this yeah. this Humble. is a fermented rice punch, and uh, I have only had it at a Korean restaurant at the end of my meal, and it was in a little you know cup, and they gave it to us uh, like a dessert slash uh, you know um, after dinner drink. So Did we try this you know, with somebody? A different kind of this? No, we so tried the time? cinnamon thing. The cinnamon oh, punch okay. was the other one we with, tried. With Joy. Right. Joy. And so I think she had actually commented about this one. Um, yeah, I think uh, she did now that you said that. Yeah, so I'm happy that, that I found going? it. And uh, now we get to try it. And uh, yeah. Wait, how do you pronounce it again? Shike. 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 Yeah. Hey. Shike. Like, hey But uh, yeah, fermented rice. It's got sugar. It's got rice. It's got ginger. It has malt. It's got in it, barley. Apparently? Yeah, Marley. Marley. It's got Bob Marley. Barley. No, it's Marley. Got barley. Charlie. Malt bar- barley. That's, that's hard, hard to Chris say. Chris Barley. It's got, got Chris everything. Barley. Barley. Is know. this like a shake before you open thing? I don't know. I'm a little that's worried to shake it just is. in case it explodes. Everything so. in Korea is you shake it first. Really? I'm just gonna like turn it's oat milk. Gently I'm just gonna turn down. it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because say. remember, I shook my that one of them up, the Mick Cool, and. Oh, yeah. It exploded. Or no, there oh, was yeah. it was the barley else. soda. Nicole? Was, yeah. yeah. I'm so excited for this. So I know you can drink this cold, you can drink it hot, you can drink it frozen. Ooh, and I don't like the smell. It does smell like <laughs> I grain. think this is the thing that I was thinking of, but in a can, it's not as good. That, so, I think she said that. Didn't Joy say yeah. it wasn't as good in the can? It's better homemade, and there are a few recipes online that I've I've seen, but it tastes similar to what I was expecting it to taste like. It doesn't taste it, it tastes, tastes like, like the Mikol. Yeah, it does. Mm. It does taste really? like that. Probably because of the yeah, because of the barley. Because Mikol yeah. is like barley soda, right? I was gonna yeah, say but it, it tastes like like grain barley water. in it, like but it's yeah. sweeter. But it's a mm-hmm. sweeter like rice, yes. almost like a rice pudding punch. Definitely some sweet in there. Yeah, yeah. Probably the fructo smooth. The fructo oligosaccharide. Mm. I got a got chunk it. of something in mine. I don't know what that was, but Ew. maybe it's rice oligosaccharide. Probably. Okay. Mr. I can pronounce large words with more than 13 letters. Oh, steviol glycoside. That's mm. fun. So maybe some stevia type stuff in it. So I read also uh, that if you look on the little picture of the, the can there, there's uh, rice in it. And then there's two other things. Yeah, what that is that? Is, uh, pine nuts and jujube, which is like a, Interesting. like a little mini date berry kind of thing. It almost looks like somebody yeah. laying down. Like swimming, <laughs> swimming in the, in the yeah, bunch. in there. The little jujubes <laughs> on the feet. Okay, it's like sunbathing and yeah, rice punch. Okay. I'm getting rice in mine now. Uh, I don't know if I stirred it too much, but you're getting rice getting some in chunks. That? I'm getting. I'm chunks. pretty sure there's yeah, like little bits. Uh, there's little chunks. Like, <laughs> rice okay, I was not ready for that. Glad you warned me, because now I'll be known to look for it. I don't. I mean, know that's I, like it's yeah. It's probably not a lot, but yeah. I mean, that's how it's made, so it wouldn't surprise this is, me. Feel like it's yep. just smooth liquid, but now that I, I mean, know it's that kind of like rice it's the same as like when you make a, a pour over coffee and like you get grounds, like yeah. so you never really finish the last cup because like you know grounds are just like a hazard of this brewing method. So I think that rice kernels are just that's kind why of a I don't like the that's why I don't method. like the the pour over. Oh my gosh, you're ridiculous! I got like the French press. Because I'm fancy. You still get grounds in that. I know. I like the drip. <laughs> it's okay. the same. Yeah. The I've got to see what I'm. I got to the... see what I'm drinking, so I'm pouring it in a can uh, oh, a cup now. Okay. 
Oh, yep. There's definitely rice. Lots okay. Of there you go. And not to call it murky, but it is cloudy. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> you <laughs> You'll never live that down for the that's entire uh, for the entire show. That's um, a but that's a shirt. That's a t-shirt right there. <laughs> it's murky. Murk yeah. water. <laughs> it's murky. It's but murk no, it, water, it's yeah. cloudy. It's got like uh, I gotta go um, back and listen to that. Some pieces, and it's kind of like yeah, just a cloudy liquid. But that was yeah. back in the days of the multi-camera angle. They were oh, yes. the off-air conversation we had. Cool. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. That reminds um, me, we need to have another off-air conversation. So, okay, so yeah, I'm gonna. I will say it's not as good as what I remember because I'm pretty sure, like, I had this either at, like a traditional Korean restaurant here in Dallas or in Korea, maybe both places. I don't know, yeah. but it's just really like good and stands out in my brain as like being something that I was so enamored with, but I never learned the name. So I'm excited to know the name and be able to order it and hopefully try a better version of this in a can it's fine but like i would never settle for the in the can version yeah right it has now. the like, in I the just, can i taste. just go for that yeah exactly yes. so i would just go for the real thing or the homemade thing or whatever so uh oh yeah all that to say <laughs> this particular product <laughs> i'm um, not gonna rate it till he tries the real the real stuff i'm gonna give it I'm going to give it a three and a half out of five, but I'm going to say though, the actual drink I'm giving a five out of five. Mm -hmm. So I think that that just like shows you the, the disparity of what I actually think of the drink versus this particular product. Um, it's good. You know, it is fine, but like Patrick, I think it's really unfortunate that this is your first introduction to the drink. Don't let it color the next time you drink it. If it's properly made. Well, I think you said that very well. So I'm just going to verbatim copy everything that KJ just said about the drink and so I'll, just copy, I'll just copy and paste yes. what I just said. <laughs> yeah. And then, just yeah. Tone it or, or pitch it down maybe half and then, uh, <laughs> then turn Perfect. the gain all the way up. <laughs> right. This is going to be annoying. If you don't want to listen to this, you can just like skip ahead 20 seconds. I'm going to give it a three and a half out of five, but I'm going to say though, the actual drink I'm giving a five out of five. So I think that that just like shows you the, dis- the disparity of what I actually think of the drink versus this particular product. Um, it's good. You know, it is fine. But- <laughs> no, but I definitely agree with all that. I think I would, I'm it, I, I believe that the actual real stuff is a five. Like I do think this tastes pretty good, uh, even coming from a can, but it does carry that can taste. And that I'm not. I'm taste. not thrilled about the rice grains being in there. So <laughs> I'm a I mean, it's reluctant. definitely easier to interact with when it's like in a, a cup or and a mug. Yeah, you know, and I can see yeah. it. I can't yeah. see in here in this dark can. So three point five out of five. Um, I was all for it, and I agree. I think the the original, if you have <laughs> like a fresh one, is going to be up there too. So. I would give it maybe a four and a half. I don't know if I'm okay. going to give it that's a pretty five good. That's significantly. If I had a fresh one, yeah. It's, um, I don't know. You're saying the, okay. If I had a fresh one. I thought this you were one, giving the can a four I'm, and a half This is five. the can. Like, I'm dropping it down to three. So I'm wow. going to say the can is a three. Fresh one in a restaurant uh, is going to be a four and a half. I, I don't like, in my mind, knowing that there's like little pieces of rice in. Little floaters. Floaters in here. That's like and the most appetizing it's way not to sell fresh. that, right? <laughs> like if it was fresh floaters, I could be okay. <laughs> so. Ew, no, that'd be even worse. <laughs> fresh floaters. That came out of your mouth, dude. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. man. So I think it. this would be a perfect a soju chaser. If I, yeah. I mean, dinner chaser, maybe for sure. But soju, I guarantee this would be good. I don't know. I don't know if I could chase it with soju. It might, might be like too sweet, up, maybe. Mess up because my, of the but sweetness like after, of the soju. You don't I need don't to know. chase anything just, with soju. Just drink soju straight. 
after true. like some gogi, I don't know. Yeah, this is just like a nice finisher mm-hmm. to the to the night. Yeah, I feel like I this kind of does carry like a dessert wine taste almost. Yeah, and yeah, which I do enjoy. Yeah, yeah, nice yeah. port. We'll go put it in a snifter and uh, enjoy some Christmas music. I'll put you in a sniffer. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you kimchi pancake. I don't, I don't like this. This is Dong Won. Dong Won. Shikie. I'm holding it to, up to the camera, even though we're not even recording, so you won't be able to see it. But uh, yeah, if you want to try it yourself and tell us what you have rated us, rated not rated us i know what you're gonna rate us but tell us what you've rated this product that would be fantastic you can tell us your personal rating of this product either by commenting on wherever this episode is posted or just sending us a dm to add john show or sending us an email to john show just like media.com if you could please take a moment and rate this podcast obviously five out of five easy done and done and we'll actually, we'll take a minute and read it out on the show. Uh, even if that rating is negative, but it has to be a five out of five, and then you just just destroy us, and then we will read it out on the show. So that's fine. Um, you can find, oh, if you want to support the show and uh, help us continue to do the show, you can do that at com slash support. Um, or if you want to buy some swag, you can do that there too. Um, yeah. If you want to follow the prolific, and that's the word, right, for when you put out a lot of content, the people who put out a lot of content, uh, you can find Nathan at Nowak on Instagram. That's Are you still private on that, though? Nope. I am public. Whoa! <laughs> hey, he a public in the boy. world. I'm changing yeah, it to Nowak in the world. No. Nowak in the world. Hey, come on. You have to pay <laughs> me only running in, I'll change mine to only running in the world. <laughs> in the world that I've I've I own that now copyright. I don't think you do. Okay. All right. Well, where can people find you, Patrick? They can find me in the world on Instagram at Patrick in the world on Instagram. Wow. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> and you can find me uh, wherever I want to be found on the internet as at KJ Relke. Uh Oh, one thing that I did do for this month is I added my Korean name to my Instagram thing so it's there it's been on twitter for like forever but uh yeah instagram it's there now so i like that just to remind i actually bumped mine down to my to the description of my bio and i put my full Uh, name up in my thing so both of my middle names which for a long time i was ashamed of but maybe i'll write about that later this month yes wow stay tuned i did see that that. do you have anything else i don't know how we end the show anymore guys nathan do you have a final plug is that it Final plug, no, because uh, this is coming up next week. Uh, no more plugs. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> sorry. Well, hopefully this is all cut out. But until next week, Johnchi, Johnchi, hey, hey. Bye. Bye. Bye.